This is Yahoo Finance Presents. I'm Akiko Fujita. And today we are joined by the founder and CEO of Airbnb, Brian Chesky. So Brian, let, let's start with the announcement that, um, that you put out a few days ago, Airbnb offering free temporary housing on the platform for 100,000 Ukrainian refugees. Talk to me about how this idea came about. Well, the idea is really rooted in something that started 10 years ago. 10 years ago, Hurricane Sandy, uh, as you know, being in New York, um, occurred in 2012 in New York. There were displaced people. Uh, one, of our get, somebody re, uh, one of our hosts reached out to us saying, I'd like to host people for free. From that moment, we started providing housing for people for free that were displaced by disasters. Um, five years ago, in partnership with what is now Airbnb.org, we started providing housing for refugees. Over the last handful of years, we've housed 54,000 refugees. When the humanitarian crisis uh, broke out in Afghanistan, as you know, tens of thousands of uh, refugees fled the country. We have to date housed 21,300 refugees in Afghanistan, and we increased our goal to house now 40,000 Afghan refugees. So all of this came about because we have a 10-year history of providing housing for people in need. So what happened was Thursday, Friday, when this crisis became, when it became evident that where would be hundreds of thousands of displaced people, the first question we asked is, well, how can we help with this crisis? And obviously the best way we can help this crisis provide housing for refugees. So we had a team work 24 seven around the clock to be able to get to yesterday's commitment that we will work in a partnership with Airme.org and our host to house up to 100,000 refugees, and it's going to be totally free to them. And we can only do this with the partnership of our hosts. So we're trying to get as many people in Poland and Germany and Hungary and Romania and countries, even west of those countries, to be able to open up their homes um, for free or a discount in Airbnb and Airbnb.org. But donors, we're also going to be obviously contributing a significant amount of money to be able to pay for these operations. I understand in order to, to make this all happen, you've been in touch with several governments over in Europe. You already highlighted some of those there. What are you hearing about the scale of the need? Well, I mean, the scale of the need is profound. I, I mean, I just saw the cover of the New York Times that the number now is 660,000 uh, people have left, uh, refugees have fled Ukraine. Um, we reached out to 14 governments. I've heard back from the vast majority of those governments all very thankful of our support and help. And I think that, you know, we are hopefully view it as a very helpful partner to them as we have been with other crises. And we've told them we are here, we are prepared, we have the infrastructure to be able to house 100,000 people. We just need you to help us get the word out. And then we're working with um, resettlement agencies on the ground. So we made sure they know we're here to help and we're working closely with them. And, and how is this funded? Is it largely the hosts that are, are you know, sort of saying, yes, you can stay here for free? Um, what does this cost? Hard to know. The way it works is a host has a couple options. They can host for free. If they host for free, then that, that comes at no cost to Airbnb or Airbnb.org donors. Hosts can offer at a discount. If they offer at a discount, then whatever price they would otherwise charge, we pay for it. We as in Airbnb, the company, or Airbnb.org donors. And that includes myself, Joe, and Nate, the three founders. We put in a significant amount of money into this. Um, and if they charge something more than that, it will cost more. So we don't know what it's going to cost because we don't know how many states will be free, but they're going to be free for refugees. The more hosts offer for free, the wider the scale, and obviously the more people we can house. 
We've seen over the last few days a number of Western companies who have announced they are, in fact, withdrawing from Russia, some companies who are divesting investments that they have in place there. Um, Airbnb has still a lot of listings. I just went on the platform before I talked to you, several hundred listings in places like Moscow as well as St. Petersburg. Um, does the company plan to continue operating there? We are looking at this actively. Let me just say a couple things. Number one, we've had our hands very full the last few days. This has been all hands on deck to figure out how to be able to house 100,000 refugees. So I've told our team, this is priority number one. How can we help? The number one we can help is to be a partner of this humanitarian crisis. Number two, we are absolutely supportive of whatever sanction the United States um, imposes on Russia. Number three, as a practical matter, a lot of the sanctions that have already been imposed have been imposed on Russian banks, which have prevented many people from paying or getting paid. So as a practical matter, our business um, is, like, is, is much uh, more limited right now because of the sanctions. But all things are on the table and we are actively looking into this. Yeah, what's going to go into that thinking? I mean, to your point, with the sanctions already in place, especially uh, these banks being blocked from the SWIFT banking system that, that automatically kind of forces your hand that you're not able to do a, a, you know, a lot of these transactions. But you know, in terms of the company saying, we, we just need to take a stand here and no longer operate, what's going to go into that thinking? Well, I mean, I want to make sure that any decision we make, we consider all of our stakeholders, the impact we have on our guests, our hosts, and communities all over the world. And so we, have a, we try to have a very thorough process for these decisions. And it's just a matter of, this is like a triage situation, trying to be able to provide housing for 100,000 refugees, but we are absolutely discussing these matters. Brian, I know the last time we spoke, you were talking about the real pickup that you're seeing in travel, especially for the summer season. Right. Um, I know you've got a big presence in Europe and the hope here really was for these you know, cross-border travel to pick up. What kind of impact do you think this is going to have on that. I realize we're talking about Eastern Europe, specifically Ukraine and Russia, but we've seen another a number of governments move in blocking airspace to Russian planes and whatnot. Do, do you get the sense that this could have a bit of a chilling effect on some travelers who say maybe this is not the right time to do it? I mean, there's no question that in parts of Central Eastern Europe, for the immediate near term, there's going to be some limits on the types of travel people have. But I think it's really important for people to understand our business. We have nearly every type of space and nearly every type of community at nearly every price point in 100,000 cities all over the world. What the last two years have shown, I think our results have shown, is however the world changes, our business can adapt. We're a highly adaptable model. So where there's less cross-border travel, we typically see a growth in domestic travel. That's what we saw in the United States. So I think that, you know, I'm sure there will be some disruption in some countries. Um, we'll have to see how wide this crisis gets, but our model is very adaptable and we'll be prepared for however travel changes. And finally, Brian, I wonder, you know, just on a personal note, how, how you're viewing what's playing out there. And I ask that because I think we've seen a number of tech companies, um, you know, come out and in announce changes um, to their business. But this is there's also realization with what's playing out right now, just how interconnected things are, but also um, just the presence that, that companies like yours, companies like Apple have um, globally. On a personal level, how are you watching this and how are you thinking about the role a company like Airbnb can play in this crisis? 
Well, why don't I answer that question by telling you a conversation I had with my executive team. Um, it was Saturday night and I convened the entire executive team, probably like seven, eight o'clock at night. And we were discussing mobilizing the entire company to provide housing for up to 100,000 refugees, which is a immense scale, even for a company the size of Airbnb. We've housed 54,000 refugees to date over many years to provide 100,000 in a short amount of time. It's a very audacious goal. We knew there was going to be a huge amount of effort. But one of the things that we talked about and I said is, imagine Airbnb, it's just a hypothetical. Imagine we were around during World War II. Imagine we were around during some other major humanitarian crisis. How would we want to have been remembered? And the answer is we want to have been remembered for doing everything we could to be able to help those in need. I think that's really at the heart of Airbnb, that we're really about a community that's trying to help people. And the best way at this very moment that we've been informed by governments that we can help is by helping this massive humanitarian crisis, this refugee crisis, this could be more people displaced than any event since World War II. It's unclear how many people will be displaced. And so that's how we can help. There's an immense amount of suffering in the world. But what people also need to know is Airbnb hosts, we're amongst the most generous, kindest communities. Our hosts are some of the kindest people in the world. And I think there are going to be a lot of them just waiting to welcome people with open arms into their homes. That's the way we can help. And that's how we want to be remembered. Brian Chesky, co-founder and CEO of Airbnb. Thanks so much for joining us today. Appreciate Thank you for it. having me.